Okay. Okay. <laughs> you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, interviews, all the above. Uh, shout out to, to, to Yaz. Now, that is Brashear. Uh, is it Gray? Brashear Gray um, from, as you all know, Empire. If you did watch Empire. Yeah, I forgot he actually continued to do music. He was an artist. He was a, you know, he was a, a double threat. I mean, I don't know if he was a triple threat, but, you know, okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Anyway, happy birthday to him. Hope he is uh, enjoying his day. Uh, ha- hello to you all. I'm glad that you are joining me inside the Raw Report today. I am looking forward to having a wonderful show It's been a busy day, but it's been a good one nonetheless, and I hope that you all had a great day. And if you are on the drive home, I hope it's not too much out there for you. But if you're listening to The Raw Report, I promise we're going to go through this real smoothly. We're going to get some energy and roll roll through it because that's how we do. Uh, It is a, a wonderful Tuesday. And again, like I mentioned before, I'm looking forward to having a great show today. And if you want to call in at any point, you can do that by calling one 800 920 1580. You could also join us right now over in our YouTube chat because it's a good idea. Uh, We interact with each other. We have a community over there and I love it. I love y'all over here in the community. So shout out to you all. Um, Hey, yes. Hey, come on in to, to YouTube. They're shouting me out. They're shouting Andy out because, you know, that's just how we get down over here. Um, I have a few updates that I want to get to. So here's the deal. We have been talking, of course, over the past several days because it's a big deal talking about New York's Adult Survivors Act. Well, here's the thing. We've never really mentioned how many cases there were. We were talking about all the big names, all the celebrity names that have been called and people who've been um having lawsuits against them. And uh, we've never mentioned other people who are taking uh, advantage of this of this uh, extended sort of lifted statute of limitations. It have been lifted for a year. And we've, we now know that over 3,000 lawsuits have emerged. That is 3,000 lawsuits. These include people who were... Uh, you know, just everyday citizens and um, including, again, some of these men who we've talked about on our show. So, again, I'm hoping for resolution, resolve and justice for all of them. But with that being said, you know, we've talked about Diddy at length on this show. Diddy, because he's been named in three of these lawsuits, he has officially stepped down. Um, they say this is temporary, okay? But he stepped down as the chairman of Revolt. Remember, we spoke about this the other day. I'm like, who's going to say something? Well, they actually have said something. They finally spoken up about this and made mention that, again, that is just temporary. They said, while Mr. Combs has previously had no operational or day-to-day role in the business, this decision helps to ensure that Revolt remains steadfastly focused on our mission to create meaningful content for the culture and amplify the voices of all black people throughout this country and the African diaspora. So I'm just glad that they finally spoke out because it was getting weird. You know, it's, it's getting weird. You know who else spoke out, though? Dr. Steve Perry, if you I don't know if you know who this man is, he's a he's a a great, you know, mind over in the educational system. 
And he had actually part he's he's part he's founder and head of schools. And he partnered with Diddy um, with Capital Preparatory Charter Schools, a number of them. And he's made an announcement that they've decided to end their partnership with Diddy as well. So it does look like all of this is coming back to really bite him and take him down. We don't know what more is going to happen, but, you know, we're keeping a close watch on it. Um, In other news, for those who are interested, Jonathan Majors is finally heading to trial. I know we have been talking about it for months now. We're wanting to see what's going to happen. But that is happening, beginning to happen uh, on Wednesday in New York, again, on assault charges. So we will keep you updated there. And finally, Tiffany Haddish, she's now she's talking about trying to get some help. Now, I don't know if this is a joke or if she's really going to take this seriously. But Tiffany Haddish just last week was arrested in Beverly Hills. This was the second time this has happened. She fell asleep behind the wheel. She was stopped. Now, she was stopped at a light, but she fell asleep behind the wheel. Um, They say she was intoxicated. Hopefully, she does get the help that she needs because, number one, we want her to be okay. But we also desperately need her not to hurt anybody should she be intoxicated or um, she shouldn't be driving intoxicated. Nobody should, by the way. But we just don't want anything bad to happen. So hopefully, she does get help. She says it's never going to happen again. Um, let's get to the raw report though, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. Okay. I I told you guys yesterday, we are going to be talking about this and, uh, it's going to be a good conversation. I hope to uncover some things, but we're talking about Tyla, who is a young lady. Uh, she's a, a singer from South Africa and she identifies as colored. Now people here in the United States, of course, black people in particular had a problem with the fact that she identifies as colored because it means something different to us versus what it means to South Africans um, at Johannesburg specifically is where Tyler's from. We're going to break it down, tell you what people are saying, and we're actually going to do a little bit more uncovering of the word colored, okay? Just so we're clear. Uh, We're also talking about Miss Tina Knowles, Mama Knowles. She had enough of (laughs) y'all. Miss Knowles had enough of y'all talking about her daughter, Beyonce. Beyonce, who recently had a a filming like a screening of her film renaissance remember the 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 worldwide tour that she did is now a film and she had a screening for it with a lot of great people who who showed up and beyonce showed up and showed out let me tell it she looked beautiful she had on this beautiful dress and she had silver or very platinum blonde hair and people started to come for her badly okay I thought she was beautiful but we'll tell you what mama no said (laughs) and why she's tired of the bozos online we're also going to try to fit in if we can get into this conversation about Queen Naja Uh, she's a singer who tells a a fan of hers who has an opportunity to talk to her and the fan says you're my idol and Queen Naja tries to back her down and tells her why she does not want to be her idol We'll, we'll break that all down with our wonderful contributor on the other side you're listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it live. And you know I am not here to do it alone. We have our wonderful contributor for the day, Chris Gunther, who is calling on the line. Hello to you, Chris. 
What's going on, Robin? Oh, it's so great to hear from you. Oh, thank you so much. You as well. And um, I have to say thank you. I want to publicly thank you because you're always so supportive, but not just of me. You're supportive of everybody. I see you commenting, you're liking, you're learning, <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're, you're inspiring too. You're doing all the above. So I want to tell you thank you uh, very much for always just being such a light for everybody. I appreciate that. And, you know, in this world filled with a lot of craziness and filled with a lot of drama, I'm just trying to show some love and be a light. We all need it. You know, 2023 has been a rough year for a lot of people, but here we are approaching the end of it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep on showing love and I want right. to give you your flowers, too, for all the stuff that you do. It does not go unnoticed. And I'm going to just go ahead and put this out there when it comes down to the Queen of L.A., I think it's safe to say that title goes to Robin. I'm going to go ahead and put Uh-oh. that out there. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're going to have everybody yeah, who's I competing for that for that title coming at, coming at my throat in my DMs. Like, nah, you ain't it. <laughs> well, but thank you, Chris. They come at me, and I don't mind debating. <laughs> Absolutely. No problem at all. I definitely appreciate you so much. And, um, yeah, thank you for that. That that put a smile on my face. Um, so, Chris, you know, I, I was looking forward to having this conversation. I prepped everybody yesterday in regards to Tyla, who, you know, she was the, the person who I played yesterday on the Who's Got Next because she has taken over the airwaves, let me tell it. Mm-hmm. She's got a dance, a signature dance that everybody and their mama is trying to do. I'm not going <laughs> to. I could do it, but I'm not doing it on camera. I ain't doing it for y'all. <laughs> I understand but, now. <laughs> yeah. But Tyla, um, beautiful, beautiful young woman. She is from uh, she's from South Africa and Johannesburg. She is just a beautiful, beautiful woman. And she's come over here. Her music precedes her. She's come over here to the States. And, you know, like I said, she's blowing up, which is a great thing for her. Now, with that, she's doing all kind of interviews. And when she stated in an interview that. She I she basically grew up in a colored home. She was saying, you know, that that she grew up listening to R&B music and all of that. And when she said colored, Chris, you already know black people over here were like, wait, what? We don't we don't use that racial slur anymore. We don't use that that we don't use that word over here. Colored. And and some people actually wanted her to identify as black. Now, it, obviously, this sparked an entire debate online, but one specific uh, comment I want to read, and then I'm going to play a video, and we'll break it down from there. But one comment says, she is not black. Tyla is colored. The racial history of America is not the only one that's valid. You cannot negate someone's entire ancestry and lineage simply because it doesn't fit in with your American worldview. Stop erasing Tyla's identity it's not cool i think that was well said um chris i'm gonna play this this uh this video that i also think breaks this i think it helps to break it down a little bit more but i want to hear your views on it when we're done let's take a listen to it tyler is colored and some of you have an issue with that so let's talk about it this video of grammy nominated south african singer tyler has been going viral for a lot of unfortunate reasons around 10 percent of south africa's population is made up of the colored community to be colored is to be mixed race they are descendants of the khoisan one of the oldest tribes in southern africa they've gone on to create culture customs and a rich sense of self within south africa and are acknowledged and respected as colored people now 
I understand that the term colored means something different in other parts of the world. And to ask you to ignore your own history and painful associations would be unfair. However, we are not going to erase someone's culture because we don't understand it. This could be a beautiful opportunity to educate ourselves and each other and understand that the way you perceive someone is not who they have to be. Because then we're just doing what's been done to us. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Um... What do you think about this? I mean, this this has been a, a conversation that's been sparked for years, actually. People identifying as black and um, trying to take that away from from other people saying they didn't have the black experience. Right. So it's. It's, it's a conversation that's actually a worldwide conversation because let us tell it, you have black people everywhere. But clearly, as we see here with Tyla, she identifies as colored. Um, it, it's an interesting conversation, but I want to hear your thoughts on it, Chris. Well, if we look at the history of where music came from, everything started in Africa. And if you want to you know, talk about who was in Africa, the reality of it is black people were in Africa before anybody else. And I understand where she's coming from, from the standpoint of, you know, I would rather be called colored. But in America, that term is very racist because of the ignorance of which it came from. Mm -hmm. But we as blacks have been so blessed. We could take something that's negative and turn it into a positive to the point where that is what we recognize ourselves as. Mm -hmm. And for a black woman who I'm going actually, you know, let me be respectful for a colored woman to mm -hmm. say that it's like she's trying to give a salute to where she's come from. But life is all about evolving and coming over here in America. We don't use the term colored because of the uh, racist background that it comes from. Mm -hmm. But over here, she would be considered a black queen. And even in Africa, we were kings and queens before anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I believe, you know, what she's trying to do is tell us up front what she would rather us call her and the way that i would equate it is you know we look at people around here now they don't want you to call them something they would rather you call them something else all of us in america it's okay not to necessarily agree with somebody's standpoint but it's never okay to dis but it's never okay to disrespect somebody mm -hmm. and if that's what she would like to be called we should respect her wishes and give her what she wants hmm. um andy you wanted to jump in you know, the only thing that bothers me is I understand here in America, you know, um, us blacks, we have issues uh, with the term colored, yet we still refer to us sometimes as people of color. And I understand that's a more all encompassing terms of mm -hmm. other people who mm -hmm. aren't white. Mm -hmm. But like I I've had issues with the term people of color because of the, the background. So it's, it's just a little bit confusing. Um, to my understanding, I know a lot of people have a, a problem with the term people of color, but mainly because they didn't want other people, uh, different races jumping in on our plight. Right. So when you include other people of color, which, you know, obviously there are, um, people have a problem with that. But I hear your point, too, Andy. It actually makes sense. Um, and just to be clear. When we say the word colored, yes, uh, that definitely is it sounds the same, but they spell their the word colored with a U. We just we, we never did that. Right. So that is a very distinct uh, way that they're that they're uh, trying to different differentiate the term. I agree with you. We, we do have a call that I want to get to as well. But I, I have a, another question for you, Chris. Is it on 
us to become more knowledgeable because obviously you had a ton of people who who don't understand that. They don't understand that. They don't understand that people are still called colored in, in other countries. They want to automatically label you as black if they perceive you as black. And is that just because we're 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 not knowledgeable or is it on other countries if they have other terminologies to learn because they're because again you mentioned Tyla coming over here with her music she wants to sing um and she she's fascinated with our our celebrities I and mean, she you know Chris Brown and she talked about all these different people SZA she's coming over here to the states to get her music well known and to become a star so is it on her and anyone like her who needs to adjust and adapt to our our ways of living and in the ways that we uh interpret color and race uh here in the states well two things can be true you know we could be as a country or just even as a people we could be several steps behind because we're not necessarily up to date on what the other countries' lingos are but on the flip side of that you can also make the argument that you know if you're going to come over here you need to learn the lingo and need to learn the beats and you need to learn what I guess we would consider to be okay. You know, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And the greatest thing that any of us can do is, you know, try to get to learn about somebody's culture. Try to get to learn about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. So that way, when they come over here, we could, you know, try to understand where they're coming from, but also bring them up to speed to what we do over here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that music is the universal language. That brings us all together. And when you have somebody of her caliber who obviously is making a lot of noise, you can't turn on the radio without hearing her. It's great that she even has us talking about her in this regard because she's educating us on something that we probably, not so much that we forgot about, Mm -hmm. but she's highlighting something that we need to be aware of as well. Mm. Uh, Well said. Okay, let's go ahead and get to Fahima's call. Hello to you, Fahima. Greetings, Robin, and greetings to your uh, special guest there. I don't know if you got my um, DM I sent you last night after the show. So the thing is, is what Americans tend to do is they view things through a Western lens. In South Africa, you have the stratification of white, black, colored, and Indian. In Louisiana, there is racial stratification. In Brazil, there is racial stratification. This young lady is not coming to America to become a naturalized citizen. She's coming. She has a visa to do her concert. And in South Africa, she is considered colored. Just like um, Trevor Noah. In South Africa, he is considered colored, right? In America, Trevor Noah is black. In America, this young lady is black, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I shared with you, when I was in South Africa in 2001 for the UN Conference Against Racism, there was a gentleman, he introduced himself, hi, I'm Winston Schillingford, and I'm colored, right? And so the thing is, the connotation of colored in America is very different from its meaning in South Africa. In Louisiana, you have mixed-race people who are octoroon, mm-hmm. quadroon, etc. And in Brazil, you have various racial stratification. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that we cannot superimpose our lands on other people. Hear, hear, Fahima. Give her an applause. <laughs> and I agree with you, by the way. Yes. 
Yes. I well, agree with you, by the way. I agree with your perspective, um, p- with your perspective. And I believe in self-determination. People have a right to define themselves however they choose to. She's not from here. Mm-hmm. She's from South Africa. Mm-hmm. And she's not becoming a naturalized citizen. If she became a naturalized citizen, then she would be considered black. Okay. Very, very good. I, I hear you. I appreciate you. And thank you so much for enlightening us. Um, I agree with you. Thank you so much for your call, Fahima. I will say that there was a journalist who wrote about this topic. This is a topic that has been discussed for quite some time. But uh, with that being said, she writes, uh, colored is a term that identifies a community who have cultivated a culture, language, and overall identity that wasn't related to their segregation, but rather to identify the newly established community, colored. Again, with the U, right? Um, And that was legally defined as a racial classification during South Africa's apartheid, which lasted from 1948 until the early 90s. Uh, She goes on to to, um, make it a little bit more clear. But I do think it's uh, to your point, Chris, I think that it's twofold here. I think that we could learn we could stand to learn more about the world, you know, and I always say, though, to to the other side of it, Tyla's trying to come over here and she wants to do business and music and become a star here in the States. I think it is also important to know where you're going, know what, uh, you know, get, get to know the land, get to know the way uh, of where you are going, do some extensive research on it. That's what I say. So I think two can be right. Um, Michael Irvin Walker says, and now, oh, he says, uh, I get what she's saying, but in South Africa, apartheid and what that did to black South Africans uh, are colored, still kind of weird. Uh, And now I'm getting it a little bit more. Colored is basically not what may be considered dark, ugly black or on the other side, the black uh, on the other side of the black line. I just think this is an interesting conversation. I wish we could have more of it and we may pick it up uh, at another time. But right now, I'm going to keep Chris on the line because we got to talk about Beyonce and her mom when we come forward. But right now, we have news, traffic, and sports. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on, y'all? your boy, Lil Real Howry. Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Raw Report. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Happy birthday to Chameleonaire. Now, what happened to him? Now, I know he used to do music. This song, remember, this song took over for a very long time. But he turned uh, entrepreneur, actually. He puts a lot of people up on game, and I like that about him. So happy birthday to you, Andy. Also, I just wanted to highlight that, you know, Chameleonaire, after uh, performing one time, and uh, seeing a, a white kid mm-hmm. perform his lyrics, he decided not to use the N-word moving forward in his music. So I just wanted to highlight that. Oh, very nice. Thank you so much for that. Thank you very much for that, for that, you know, for that piece. Appreciate that, Andy. Andy had a great idea. We were talking, uh, you know, obviously on the break. And we wanted to t- we wanted to finish off the conversation of, Andy, do you want to give your own uh, opinion on what you think would help when we're talking about we just got done talking about Tyla, mm-hmm. South African uh, young lady who wants to come over here to the States and become an artist. But she identifies as colored mm-hmm. in South Africa, where we may identify as black. Um, give us your your take on that. Yeah, real, I just think a, a, a real quick solution would basically be that for any individual traveling abroad, whether it's, 
you know, Americans going to Africa, to Europe, to, you know, South America or, you know, folks from outside of America coming to America. I think um, I don't know whose responsibility would be, you know, whatever airport you attend to, you know, you purchase a ticket. Um, I think while you're waiting for your flight at the airport, you know, maybe for like 10 minutes, 20 minutes or so or whatnot, you go into a room and, you know, the, the, the airline or the aircraft, they provide you this uh, video uh, basically showing you the customs of the particular country that you're going to so that, That's you know, brilliant. you're kind of uh, abreast on, you know, how to conduct yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the do's and don'ts while you're at said country. I think that would be um, helpful for people. I think it's brilliant. I think we should work on that. Somebody take that idea and run with it. All right. Uh, let's get back to Chris Gunther, our entertainment contributor who is calling on the line. Now, uh, Chris, I wanted to to discuss this whole Beyonce thing. I, there's, a, a, <laughs> there's a few videos or uh, pictures, rather, that are viral now going around online of Beyonce in a beautiful silver gown she is she's got platinum blonde hair she normally doesn't do platinum it is usually just blondish brownish or and she varies you know different variations of that but it's a it's a like almost white platinum blonde hair and people are saying she looks like she's a white woman she's bleached her skin she has done all the above and as many people who love Beyonce, I mean, I thought she would get a lot more love than what she did. But uh, Miss Tina Knowles has spoken up about it. She went on an entire rant, but just a clip of what she says. She says uh, be, she does a, a film called The Renaissance where the whole theme is silver and silver hair, a silver carpet and suggested silver attire. And you bozos decide that she's trying to be a white woman and is bleaching her skin. How sad is it? That some of her own people continue the stupid narrative, hate and jealousy, uh, with with hate and jealousy. She says uh, she basically wore silver hair to match the dress and a fashion statement. And it's true that while her skin looked a little bit, maybe a, a, a little lighter, we are in a season right now going into winter where obviously there's not as much sun. There's not uh, as much production of melanin. And so... We all experience, you know, black folks, we all experience our skin getting a little bit lighter. But they came at her. Um, fair or not fair, what do you think about the fact that she, I, I, th I thought she looked stunning, number one. What are your thoughts on it, Chris? You know, Robin, uh, I think everybody in the world has heard of this one entertainer from Gary, Indiana. You know, the one that wore the glove and move. I think his name was Michael Jackson. Um, remember when, you know, he had this unfortunate disease called vitiligo mm -hmm. and charges, you know, his skin pigmentation started to change and people had the, un they had the audacity to say Michael was trying to turn himself into a white man. Yeah. Now, the reason why I bring that up, Michael, the greatest of all time, we get it. But ain't it something how when black entertainers become so popular, they think the first thing we want to do is become white. Mm. Absolutely mm. not. Mm. Beyonce was on a red carpet promoting her own movie that she realistically did not have to come to. Beyonce has reached a point where if she never walks another red carpet, if she never talks to another journalist, none of us can get mad at her mm. because she's reached that level where she don't need us. Real talk, we need her. Mm. And we and you you know it's jacked up when a mother has to call a lot of stuff out. 
and mm-hmm. say, I'm sick of you bozos. I'm just paraphrasing. <laughs> I'm sick of you bozos trying to talk about my kids. Notice how Beyonce has never even clapped back because she doesn't need to clap yeah. back. Yeah. Those of us who've been rocking with Beyonce since forever, we understand that there is no way on God's green earth she whatever try to turn herself into another color that we all know she is not. Mm-hmm. With all due respect to Taylor Swift, with all due respect to Christina Aguilera, with all due respect to all these other white entertainers, Beyonce ain't trying to become one of y'all. Y'all trying to become somebody of her. Mm-hmm. The woman got a whole beehive for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. some of them other white people got? Rehab facilities that they need to go to. <laughs> Plain and simple. So, man, look, we all need go to stop off, this Chris. foolishness. Just keeping it all the way real. We need to stop trying to put one of our own people down just mm-hmm. because, face it, the wintertime is coming. I'm going to tell them myself for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm light-skinned. In the wintertime, I hate it because I turn pale. Mm-hmm. But you want to know what happens? I get stopped by the cops. I'm still <laughs> a certain word that I can't say yes. on the radio, all right? No, but you understand what I'm talking about here. Yep. So all this foolishness, man, y'all need to go somewhere with that. The queen ain't hurt nobody. And guess what? Everybody in the world still about to go watch her movie. And y'all still going to be buying her albums and selling out mm-hmm. concerts when she go back on tour. And I got news news for you. She's black. She's black. P- plain and simple. She is black. Now, um, this is the same woman. You know, I, I, I can't stand it. You know, the fact that people would go there. And it is. That's why I keep saying it be your own people it'd be, it be your, own, your people. own people you know um where i i looked up the saying because i couldn't remember it verbatim but uh the saying by harvey dent y'all probably know what i'm saying it says die a hero uh either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain i mean it it almost feels like that when it comes to beyonce or any other successful person for that matter black person for that yeah. matter we have a tendency to root these people on Especially when they're just starting out. We've seen it happen, and I'll give you recent names. You guys feel free to join me in the comments and tell me some others. But we've seen it happen to Tiffany Haddish. We've seen it happen to uh, yep. Kevin Hart, uh, Beyonce. I mean, you, you, we can go down a list. We can actually find a list and start to see... When we when we when we started to see the rise of these people, we we rooted them on. We supported them. We bought their things. We um, we tried to push them to the top. We tried to help them stand on our shoulders to to jump out of the 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 the, the barrels in a crab or the crabs in a barrel. Rather, we tried to yeah. help them. Right. And once they got out the barrel. Now they were now they are no longer accessible to us. Now we feel as though uh, you guys think that y'all too good for us. So we try to pull you back into the barrel. That is just what happens. That is just a human nature kind of thing. And it, and it bothers me so much because Beyonce is the very woman who celebrates us as brown people. Brown, She talk about brown skin girl, black is king. She talks about Jay-Z having a, a, a big nose and she likes her man like that. She likes her baby with the afro. Like She's the one who celebrates all of that. So for them to kind of come at her for a look... I understand Miss Tina Miss Tina Knowles's uh I understand her frustration. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It is jacked up. And if I could get back in here just for a half yep. second. Um I was watching an interview that Eddie Griffin did on Vlad TV and I'm paraphrasing it. And he had mentioned that there is has been a systematic effort to destroy all the work of our black entertainers. Mm. And I do not disagree with that because let's look, let's look at it from this perspective. You know, unfortunately, you have entertainers like like you had mentioned beyonce mm-hmm. kevin hart tiffany haddish jay-z 
and we celebrate them in our own community. Yet the moment that they get a little bit too big, we yeah. now start to refute them and try to say they're devil worshipers and try yeah. to say that, you know, they're not as great as we think they were. Yeah. And it's just jacked up because we as a people can be our own worst critic. And I'll go ahead and throw her out here. I don't hear anyone saying this about Taylor Swift. Mm. I don't hear mm-hmm. any of the, you know, larger yeah. media white outlets coming for her. Yeah. I don't hear anybody else talking about those, you know, who unfortunately don't have a lot of um, melanin in their skin. Yeah. But when it's us, they love to tear us down. They love to try to make us out to be the victims and the bad guys. And the reality of it is, you know, and I respect everyone's different walk of life. I sincerely do. But it's just ridiculous how we have one of the greatest female artists of all time, if not the greatest one, one of the greatest entertainers ever who has put on so much, she's put on so many magical moments in the lives of everyone. And now all of a sudden people are trying to say that, you know, she's trying to become something she's not, which we all know is not real. Yeah, It just goes to show you when, you know, you're black, there's no amount of dial soap you can use that can wash that off. Mm-hmm. And they always going to try and find a way to bring you down to what they think you should be at. And that's why we are the greatest people of all time, because no matter what, we always overcome. Hmm. Well said. Um, Forrest Harrison, this is another great example. He says, I used to hate when people used to say Whitney sings like a white woman. Um, That one still bothers me to this day because Whitney is still the greatest voice of all time. Um, Easily. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And it's almost like you can become successful but not too successful. And you got to stay within this safe range. Like we can still look at you and treat you as a celebrity, but you can't become too big for us where we think that you are, uh, you transcend it now. And you know, you, you don't, you can no longer relate to the, to the regular common black folks, right? That's what it's almost like. That's the unspoken rule or policy mm-hmm. that we live by. But the moment you become too big, now you, you know, it, it's almost like they don't belong to us anymore. So we have a problem with it and we will try to tear them down by any means necessary. Once you become a superstar, a global superstar, you can now, uh, where people over in, in China know your name and, and people over in Russia can sing your songs and people in Germany will pack out the coliseums to watch you perform that is a global superstar and once you've gotten to that level black people sometimes a lot of black people tend to think that you are no longer one of us and so they want to pull you back down um chris before i let you go let me just get your input on this queen naja uh the statement that she made she was on a live stream with uh, a fan of hers and her fan was so happy she got the the opportunity to speak to her and the fan is telling her, oh, my gosh, I used to listen to you when you were broke, basically. I used to listen to you when you were just starting out. And um, you've inspired me. You are like my idol. And, you know, I love that you've made it this far. All the good things. She's just, you know, singing her praises. And Queen Naja says, you know, thank you so much. She was very nice about it. She said, thank you so much. Um, but please, I, I always tell my fans, don't call me your idol because I don't want God to be mad at me. She says, um, that's a that's a heavy title. And she doesn't want to be looked at as an idol. Um, valid point or not? And uh, do you think God would be mad? Is that a, <laughs> is that a valid reason uh, to tell someone not to? to call you to call you their idol it is a valid reason 
that's the greatest reason of all time because if you're a believer and i'm assuming that you know she is one you know scripture says it very plainly thou shalt have no other gods before me you know and you don't want to make an idol out of somebody that isn't god now i understand you know the logical perspective of wanting to inspire somebody and you know wanting to show your light but you got to be careful because humans are flawed and humans have the ability to put somebody else on a pedestal and go say that, you know, that they're your idol. I'll use me as a perfect example. Anybody that follows me and follows my journey, you know, I respect the mess out of somebody like Stephen A. Smith. That's my guy. Mm -hmm. But I don't idolize Stephen A. because, number one, he's not God. And number two, I'm never going to idolize another human being. I respect what they're doing. I use them as inspiration. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you got to be your own person, be your own character. So while the young lady was just giving her her flowers, I'm glad that the woman receiving her flowers was smart enough to realize, hey, don't idolize me. Idolize God. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'll say this and then I'll let you go. I like to look at the, the definitions for all things. Okay. Once we're talking about something, I want to go to Google. Okay. So Google says idol <laughs> is an image or representation of a God used as an object of, wor object of worship. But it also says a person or thing that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. Uh, I think just in common conversation, the word idol, um, I do hear you. I agree with you. And I, I hear what the Bible says. And, and I believe that that true definition of idol, you are not to put another idol before God. Definitely agree with that. But when we're talking in common conversation and you say, I idolize you, that just to me means that you are greatly, you, I admire you so much or I love you so much. Andy, semantics. Okay. Um I don't know if I'm wrong here. You know, y'all can slam me in the comments if you like. But, Chris, let, let us know <laughs> where we can find you online. <laughs> well, y'all better not slander my friend in these comments. Y'all better show her some love. You know, don't 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 make me have to turn into Tina Knowles in these comments. Uh -oh. sections. But, uh, you know, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Chris Gunther and all social medias. And like I always say, make sure y'all follow Robin Ayers, the queen of L.A., queen of talk. I'm just happy to see all the great things that you're doing. Peace and love, queen. Appreciate Thank you so you much. Thank you so much, Chris. We, we appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, when we come forward, we've got a who's got next. It'll be real quick, but we got it. All right. <laughs> you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Robin. All right. All right, let's jump right into it. This is Kenyon Dixon, 2000s R&B. Check it out. Guess you went and found somebody better Everything we did, we did together And you're telling me What we had didn't mean anything Why you break my heart, yeah. How you just walk How away, take everybody Thought we had something special, had baby, something special. Since your left ain't been the same Got me saying 2000s R&B All in this rain night Like I did 
Dixon is that guy. <laughs> Kenyon Dixon is that guy. Been a while for, oh, around for quite some time, and he has been uh, doing it really big in the in the R&B sector. I lo- I love 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 the sounds of 90s 2000s uh, R&B. I just absolutely love the sound of it, and um, Kenyon Dixon is that guy. I feel you know who's you know. Who's really, really carrying it right now. He's not carrying it alone, though. Let's be clear. There are some others who are out there really uh, holding it down. Shout out to Eric Bellinger. Shout out to Vito. Um, of course, Usher is still doing his thing. So, yeah, there are some ones. It's good. Okay, so Forrest Harrison says, sounds like Jamie Foxx. Huh. Uh, I don't know if I hear Jamie Foxx. I love Jamie Foxx as a vocalist, though, by the way. I do love Jamie Foxx. He's he's great. Um, I'm not sure if I get that with Kenyon Dixon. But, hey, two ears can be different. Yeah, two two ears can, can be different, which is nice. Houston, Texas says, nice. Okay, DJ Black 909, this is the type of music I grew up with. That's what I'm talking about. Me too. Me too, DJ Black 909. Um, now, this is something that I'm just going to tell you about right now. There's no, there's nothing for you to do since it, uh, it definitely doesn't come to theaters until January. However, we might as well let you know about it right now. The new film is called The Book of Clarence, and it hits theaters January 12th. Um, it's it's starring Lakeith Stanfield, who's a, an amazing actor. I feel uh, he's he's always doing some fantastic projects and movies and all of those good things. And so uh, keep that on the books. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. It looks like a good one. Um, wow, it's it's been a great show. Thank you so much to Chris Gunther, who uh, is always wonderful when he calls in. Thank you to you all. Thank you, Fahima, for enlightening us today about the the use. Uh, or the identification of the word colored. We appreciate you so much and all the engagement inside of our YouTube. Make sure that you like our, thank you. I see all the likes and everything already. We appreciate that. And we are right back at it tomorrow. You already know who's up next though. Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. Don't touch the dial. You know, he's got a fire show coming for you guys. And uh, yeah, we're right back tomorrow. So meet me here, same time, same place. You guys, I am your host, Robin Ayers, and remember today and every day forward.